リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットホーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーハーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェッ What up, weebs? And welcome into another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. Now, this show, ladies and gentlemen, I can actually say I have a live in studio audience because I am here live and in living color. If you're watching this YouTube video, the first ever recording of the Anime Senpai podcast in studios in Sherman Oaks in Los Angeles, the iHeartRadio facility, Fox Sports Radio Network, and the Premier Radio Networks. If you didn't know this about me, a little behind the glass with Senpai before we get into today's show, I am somebody who is a producer and also a podcaster here at this network. So why not ask? Actually, start using this facility for myself late into the night and bring you guys the quality, the aspect of everything you love with me at the top tier notion of what I can present to you at this moment in time. <laughs> so, shout out to everybody for making this possible. If you're listening to this audio side, I highly recommend you go over to the YouTube side to see these videos and enjoy me in live and in living color. So now, guys, before we even get into today's show, I want to give you all my love, my positivity, and all of my goodness because no matter what happens in life, no matter if your submarine gets stuck underwater, no matter if Putin's own soldiers go against him in his own country, we are all here for a better and brighter day. And it is my job as your senpai to not only give you the hot anime takery and the knowledge and love that you all deserve, but I want to give you guys the fun and the true entertainment aspects that we're lacking in this life. So get all of my love and positivity, and it's time to have some. Fun because as I stepped outside, something crazy happened to me. I looked in the distance and I saw something. Number one, no more of this damn June gloom or May gray. Get that bullshit out of my face. It was hot. It was sunny. And I stepped outside, threw off my chonklas, my sandals, ripped off my socks, and I stepped in firmly into the grass, letting the sunbeams ray upon me with that vitamin D, baby. And it's summertime. Summer is here. I am so ecstatic because every single season, when we transition from one to the next, a plethora of new animes come to us at an extraneous motion. And I absolutely love it because, trust me when I say this, not every season is the same. Not every season is equal. Sometimes the bigger shows that come out within a year, they dominate the entire year because of the antithesis, you could say, of everything behind it and the velocity of what we are accumulating to as progression of the storytelling, right? So, for example, the end of this year, hopefully, Attack on Titan, the final part, season two, chapter three of the final Aaron Yeager backstory of his mother, who is actually the most quiet anime character because she died in the first episode. Now she's not saying anything, but for some reason she holds a gripe on our main character. It hopefully is going to drop at the end of this year. And if that's the case, and this last season comes out, I have a really hard time thinking anything else will dominate this year besides Attack on Titan, right? And don't get me wrong, Vinland Saga just ended with the spring season. And my boy, I mean, I am such a ride or die. I'm a fangirl. If you have listened to this show at all, you know I'm an absolute fangirl of Vinland Saga and especially Thorfinn. When you see Thorfinn in this new season of Farmland Saga, going through this as a quote-unquote slave and finally reuniting with Canute in that last episode we saw of literally Thorfinn getting the literal shit beaten out of him, getting punched over a hundred times to finally get in front of Canute to tell him 
Why are you doing this? You do not need to raid this farm. Let's all get forward and find our Vinland together. And the war that's about to ensue, and I think Thorfinn, who has sworn off fighting, is about to make one of the hardest decisions of his life. I, I'm so enthralled with it. I absolutely love the story. But it doesn't matter. Because when Attack on Titan comes out, it's going to dominate this entire year. And trust me, even though we're getting into a summer preview today of all these new animes coming out that I want to give you some to look forward to, uh, if I had to give you like a quick assumption of what I think this whole thing is, it seems like a season of continuations and sequels, which is okay, but... It doesn't matter in the long run because this is all accumulating into what we are moving forward as anime fans. And I absolutely love it. I'm so excited to see that play out. But you have to remember, even though something major is coming, we still can't overlook the greatness of what's in front of us right now. And so these type of motions and when these seasons come out, even though, as I explained, this seems to me as I scroll through real quickly, shout outs to Anime Planet that lets me kind of do this for you more accurately and easily. There is a lot of sequels coming out this season, and I mean a lot of sequels. And the craziest thing about that is when we have a lot of sequels coming out, we sometimes lose the focal point of importance of a lot of these new shows coming out, especially independent companies and production companies that are trying to make a name for themselves and a niche. And as we move forward, I'm going to do my best to highlight a lot of these shows that I believe you guys should really pay attention to. And the reason why I say that is, is because some of the most slept on shows are ones that nobody has ever heard of. And there are a plethora of them that I'm going to bring to your attention as we move forward with this show together but we have to be very focal point of every single season. This is why I kind of like reiterate a lot of things for you. Be a fan of anime, which means you watch more than just shonen, which means you go out of your comfort zone and you watch shows that you may have never watched before in different genres. So that's why these seasons are important for the nether point that I like to make all the time, to be a weekly watcher. It doesn't mean you have to watch anime all the time. Trust me, life can get busy. Sometimes we got to go touch grass or ass, whatever you're into, or go pick up and put down some weights. We have to make sure we're very um, focal point on getting into new things. And so these new seasons, there's going to be over half of these that most of us will never hear about. And that's unfortunate because sometimes these slept on ones could end up being one of your favorite ones of all time. Sometimes these slept on ones could end up being a top 10 sleeper show that you would have never seen otherwise. So that's why I think these previews are very important. And for myself too, I'm very upset that major platforms like Crunchyroll, when I see when they do their preview of a summer season coming out, they always put focus on the biggest shows first. And you should take offense to that as an anime fan. Do you know why I say that? As someone like myself, who truly loves anime, I mean, I live and breathe it, I watch it all the time, I'm somebody who talks about it with everybody, I make TikTok content, I comment on everybody's comments, I'm somebody who doesn't like to be spoon-fed, and I don't like to be talked down to because that makes you feel inferior, right? So what Crunchyroll was doing, and I saw this post on TikTok, they made sure to focal point all the major sequels as the first shows that they promote. Meaning they know you're not a fan of real anime. Meaning they know you won't stay unless it's the bigger shows that you've heard of. Which, in my opinion, is disgraceful. Why are you assuming that I won't like new shows? Why are you assuming that I won't be able to stay focused enough to hear what you have to say about these new shows? Why is it that you have to quickly just show me pictures of them and just give me the titles of them, rather than having somebody sit down and to articulate exactly what these shows are about, to spend some time on them? And I'll be honest with you, all of these shows today I'm going to talk about with you are a blind reaction. I haven't looked at any of them. Do you know why? 
I think it's authentic to enjoy it with you. I think it's cool for me to sit down and talk about these, and we're all going to get excited together because I've only scrolled through this, this whole list of shows, and I've only seen a few that I know about. A lot of these I've never heard of. So why would I make a disservice to you and scroll past them? Why would I only talk about the biggest shows rather than most of the shows? Do I think that you can't handle it? Why wouldn't I read the synopsis if it's available and have some fun thinking if we might enjoy this show? It's basically having a hypothesis. We're basically going to go through most of these shows today, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to decide if we want to watch it together. How dope is that? So shame on you, Crunchyroll. Shame on you for just putting the most important ones up front like Rent-A-Girlfriend or Jujutsu Kaisen. Why don't you give me something else? Like, why don't you talk about Ayaka, a show that most people probably have never heard about? Or am I actually the strongest? How about some more as I'm looking over here real quickly, like Dark Gathering? Or what about Helic? Or how about something as My Happy Marriage? How come the focal point isn't on some of these shows, rather the other ones first? Did they even mention Roroni Kenshin is coming back? And if you've never heard of Roroni Kenshin, what do I praise about on this show all the time? That some of our all-time banger shows, classic shows, are going to be remade. You want to know why I'd say that? Remakes are here, baby. Look at Hollywood. Look at any of the big shows from our past in movies. And what's happening? They're coming back out. Again, on IMAX. Opening the Disney Vault for a limited time in Blu-ray and download copy available for you. It's happening, baby. Roroni Kenshin is coming back. I see it on this list. I'm not going to get too in-depth yet, but that's amazing. And that shows you the door, which is opening. So again, I take this as a challenge to all of you content creator, major companies, or just a listener of the podcast or a fan of certain shows or anime as a whole, do yourself a favor and spend some time looking into other shows. And especially now, if you have Crunchyroll, like I do, they're finally stepping it up on their platform side. Thank God. They have a whole section for the new releases. You can even go down to recently updated and keep on board with when new shows come out, right? You should challenge yourself to at least watch a few of these. I challenge you. Do three, maybe four, maybe even two if you want to. But choose a couple of these new shows coming out that you've never heard of, make sure they're not sequels, and watch them for the first time. Give them the three-episode rule. Try to see if after three episodes, these shows are good enough to watch. And if they are, guess, oh my god, I kicked the camera. Guess what? You're in for a treat. Because now you are actually going to enjoy something that would have never been available for you. If you didn't give it a chance, just like going out and trying something for the first time that you haven't done in a long time, or maybe doing something for the first time you've never done in your life, asking that girl out. I saw this clip on TikTok and it was one of the most important things where it said, ask her out, whether her be a person, whether her be a job, whether her be an adventure, whether her be something that you just want to try for the first time, ask her out, go out there and do something. Anime is the precipice of what grows us as human beings, and I'm living proof of it. If it wasn't for my plethora of years divulging into anime, spending an eternity, it feels like, almost a decade, in entertainment, and growing myself in an attribute of not only a personality, but focal pointing myself as somebody who can give you everything and all of me without holding anything back, is one of the most majestic things I can do for you. Do you know why? That's why these YouTube videos are raw takes. 
That's why I don't edit a single thing on my YouTube side. And if you've seen the videos and you've watched them and spent the time, you know that there's no pauses. There is no cuts. There's no edits. It's shout-outs to Little Scoo. I hope he puts himself up here. Go follow my boy. He's amazing at what he does on YouTube. He adds stuff for you and has fun with it. And he's extremely talented. And for some reason, the stars align for both of us to work together. And so that's why we're doing this here. And that's why I'm telling you to go out of your comfort zone. And that's why I'm reiterating, anime can do that for you. So go watch different shows. I'm going to keep beating this into you until you enjoy it, because that is why we do this. I'm not going to be just a one niche creator. On TikTok, sure, I might do a lot of top 10 videos, but that's because people enjoy them, so might as well add more to them. But on a podcasting side, when I get to sit down and have this great discussion with you, who am I to hold back anything from you? Who am I to not give you something new and to have an adventure with you and to experience this with you? When we keep going with this podcast for the rest of summertime, I'm going to jump on here and talk about these shows that I watch for the first time and tell you my thoughts and if it's worth watching or not. I'm going to give a lot of these the three-episode rule to see if they're worth watching because why else are we anime fans if it's not to be the enjoyment factor of the fandom we have for anime? So enough of my speech. Enough of me on my high horse. Enough of me going on and on and on as I sip water. Shoutouts to Hawaii for this one. Stupendous. Let's have some fun and let's not waste any more time and finally dive into the summer 2023, 2023 anime season. Shoutouts to AnimePlanet.com. This is a website I love. Uh, I have no affiliation with them, no sponsorship, but every time I prepare for a new season, I always go to their page. They are sensationally listed out. They show you the cover picture for it with the title. And as you click on the show, it goes into depth and actually shows you more about it, giving you either a synopsis or showing you how many people have saved the show that are excited for it. And it lets you know also a little synopsis, how many people are excited for it, and even a rating once the actual show comes out and people watch it. You can rate it so you can see where it stands amongst your peers, which is like, you know, myanimalist.net or anything like that. So I'm going to go through this and I'm going to count them out right now and see how many there are in total. There is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53 new animes coming out with a total of movie side 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And movies as well. This is popping. This is amazing. And it also shows you on this website, by the way, OVAs and specials. This place is the sneeze bees. It has everything lined up. Amazing. Absolutely love this site. So let's start with the OVA and specials and then move into movies. And then, of course, the animes we're all excited for. On the OVAs slash specials, there's a total of four shows coming out this summer season. The first one is Azur Lane Queen's Orders. Now, I will admit, I open a lot of these Y Schwartz cards. If you're not familiar, Y Schwartz is a TCG company. They are people that have trading cards. I make like a trading game and stuff like that and they're collectibles as well. I open a lot of them at night. I do breaking and I open booster boxes for people as they buy them and I rip them online for them and send them to their house. I do mainly Y Schwartz products. 
They're all based on animes, and they have signatures from the voice actors and actresses, which is so cool. It's like baseball cards, right? Like hunting for a Shohei Otani or Tom Brady signed card. They do these with anime, which is super dope. The Oswald Lane one sold the F off. Like, I mean, it was popping because there are a lot of waifus in it. I have not seen the show personally, but I can tell you from firsthand account, people loved those cards. So to see that Azor Lane's Queen's Orders is getting a OVA slash special shows you the fandom and is very cool to see that it's getting the just deserve. It really deserts. <laughs> Pun on words there. Now, the second one is Fate Strange Fake Whispers of Dawn. Now, hear me out. I know a lot of people are very confused when it comes to the Fate series and trying to figure out exactly what is the correct way to watch the Fate series. Uh, I'm sure there's a correct order. I'm sure there is some nerd that has four, seven, eight glassings pairs on with a pencil pusher binder and a pocket for all his pens and stuff. I'm just kidding. But I'm sure there is somebody who spent the time diving into it deep and telling you exactly how to watch all the shows and in which order to follow the timeline, right? As somebody who skipped around and watched almost all of them, and my favorite one is the absolute uh, Babylonia, absolute front demonic fate or whatever it is. That most recent one is my favorite, and I've watched most of the Fate series, Fate, Stay Night, etc., etc. Just watch them. There is no right or wrong. You're just going to eventually understand more as you watch them. Just have fun, man. Like, just start with some of them and just enjoy yourself. As an entirety, I think the Fate series are extremely well done. They are so unique. I love every attribute of the time skipping to prequels, to posts, to new storylines, to some that are canon or some that are to complete side stories. Like it was like uh, El Meliodas's the second something like Lord Meliodas, where it's like his separate, almost like wizard school one, which is it's like the case study files. I'm forgetting the top of my head, but it was such a good show. I am a fan of these shows and the franchise itself. I'm excited to see that they're still coming out with new content. So be on the lookout for that. The next one, Odikaki Kozame? Mmm, this one has a very cute picture. It looks like a girl walking with a pet shark. So let's click on this one, and let's actually go through the synopsis here. The story follows a little shark character. Knew it. Kozami-chan's adventures in Yao Town, which smells nostalgic. From radio exercises to festival stalls to meeting with friends, Kozami-chan has a variety of heartwarming experiences in the town. A slice of life, an anime pro, uh, animal protagonist, a non-human protagonist based on a manga. Just looking at the picture and the cover design for this, and after reading that synopsis, this looks extremely cute. It's a young girl with a pet shark that looks like a puppy, and the clouds in the backgrounds are sharks and crabs and fish. Sign me up. I'm all about wholesome. I love things that are heartfelt and just make you feel good inside. This is a cute one. So I have no idea if this is going to be a complete show or a movie or whatnot, but it says it's an OVA special, so that's actually something to look forward to. And the last one, Rhapsody. Rhapsody looks like some kind of artistry. There's a picture of four different people, and there is not even a synopsis yet for this one. But the picture shows four characters all holding microphones, and it looks like they're getting down. I don't know if it's a rapping type of style or maybe just a music video one or artistry, but it's called Rhapsody. That looks badass. So those are the four upcoming OVA and specials. Now, let's quickly brush through the movies. Now, this one's amazing. This one I have fun because everyone always tells me how much I butcher the name, so I hopefully I don't butcher it this time, but Crayon Shinchan Movie 31. 31 movies. <laughs> this is the 31st one. 
And it has a very fun design to it. It looks like anime, but mixed with more of like a cartoony measuring to it with uh, Shinchan. So this looks very cool. The next movie is called Timmy Cha. Uh, hold on. Kimitachi wa do Ikaru ka. This one looks like a bird or something like that, and there's no synopsis to it yet. But the picture shows almost like a face hiding within a bird head, and it's showing a stoic part of itself. So that's something interesting. My my first assumption looks like it maybe is something, a warrior maybe, hiding within this bird. I couldn't tell you, but the picture looks very riveting. The third one is Love Live. Who doesn't love Love Live? High School Idol Club Next Sky. I've heard great things about this idol group. I've heard great things about this show. Just like Hola Live, I personally don't care for them. I will not be watching this one. But for at least your enlightenment, you know that there's another movie coming out. The fourth one is Osomatsu-san. This one looks actually very amazing. It looks like a pajama party or something like that. I think this is also another very big show. I think it's a long-running one as well. Let's click on it and see what it says. No synopsis, of course. This one is not anything ready yet, but at least you know there's one coming for that. The fifth one on this list is Rascal Does Not Dream of a Sister Venturing Out. I hold very close to my heart this show. And the movie as well. From Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai to Rascal Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl to now Rascal Does Not Dream of Sister Venturing Out. I never thought I would fall in love with my Sakurajima, with Shoko, with everything connected to this show from the youth aspects of them going through this maturing syndrome. Uh, this I forgot the terminology for it, but it's something that going through maturity and this adolescent syndrome to seeing how they evolve, and especially how it's all connected to one another and this transparent, almost lucrative sci-fi reality, I'm very interested to see how they carry this out. Because after the Dreaming Girl movie, I was not sure there was going to be more. And I did not think I could fall more in love with Maisa, uh, Maisa Kurajima. But now to see his sister going out to the world and seeing what's going to come next from Kaide, I'm very excited for this. I hope you know I have no script. I have nothing written down. It's literally just images. So we're doing this off the fly together. So that's the fifth movie. The sixth one is a Resident Evil Death Island? Bruh. So don't hate me. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. I have never played any of the Resident Evil games. I know, Scoo. I know. I've never played any of the Resident Evil games. Uh, call me <laughs> a contrarian. Uh, say I'm not cultured, whatever you'd like to say. I've seen a lot of the movies, most more so the live action ones. I have seen people play them. I think I've played some arcade ones when I go to like, you know, like one of those Dave and Busters or stuff, but I've never sat down and played any of the games. I personally love Silent Hill. I loved Silent Hill. The whole illustrious behind it and the meme that was going around for Silent Hill, the whole like, is she really be here? Waiting for me. And then you have the Billy Idol in the song that I'm all out of hope. Along the way. Dude, Billy was bugging on that video too. He's just like <laughs> Love Silent Hill. 
I like the aspects of it. I'm sure I would have loved Resident Evil if I played the games, but it's very cool to see that they're continuing the franchise and another movie is coming out, so keep that on your radar. Another one that's called Sandland. This one I'm clicking on. I hope there's a synopsis for it. This one looks amazing, and there is. Okay, Sandland. This is an upcoming movie this summer. The king of Sandland is very ruthless and greedy. Only he has a source of water and makes money off the commoners by selling bottles of it at an exorbitant price. This almost sounds like another movie that we've seen before. I'll leave that for another time. Uh, <laughs> one day, Sheriff Rao enters the home of a demon, Belzbub, and requests his help to find a new water supply, and the son of Satan accepts. Oh, look at that, son of Lucifer just helping people out. Who would have thought so? Uh, along with the crafty and wise demon thief, Rao and Buzzle, or excuse me, Beezlebub, <laughs> set forth into the desert on a grand expedition, discovering along the way that humans and demons might not be so different. Hmm. I once said this to my buddy Scoo, is there really true evil in the world or those who are just lost? Is there really darkness or is it just the absence of light? That's for a shallow oceans conversation. I won't go too deep, but that looks dope. The design of it looks really cool. The picture has this little demon character with goggles on his head and it almost gives me like a, a dragon warrior vibe with the animation style kind of mixed with a low tier a Dragon Ball, but all I can tell you is from the, the design I'm seeing and the, the image as how it looks like, this looks like a super fun show. And I would actually be very interested in watching this movie. Uh, so that's the third to last. The last two are the quintessential quintuplets movie. And let me tell you this. As somebody who is very engaged to the quintessential quintuplets, and somebody who was very enthralled with the story and wondering which of the five sisters, our main hero, who even who cares about his name, it's not even about him, would he pick? I was somebody who loved the first sister, Itsuki. I loved her. I was all about her. Didn't care for Nino. Didn't care for headphones, Miku. I didn't even care for the older sister or whatever, okay? Or the ditzy one, Yotsuba. I didn't care for a lot of them besides Itsuki. But as the story progressed, and you get into the second season, and you really see Nino step out of her shell, cut her hair, which, by the way, uh, young men out there, if a woman cuts her hair randomly, it's her villain arc. Let's just say that. It's time for her to make a whole entire change, and she's turning a chapter from something that just happened. Be careful, is all I'm going to say. Just be careful. Some big stuff's coming. <laughs> I was upset. I was upset with who he picks. Somebody told me who he picks. Out of... I guess you could say retaliation and as me protesting, I will not watch this movie. I'm upset. Everybody tells me, oh, if you watch it, you'll understand why it makes sense. I don't care. I don't. I had my favorite. I liked where the story was going. The fact that it went to the place I was hoping it wouldn't the whole time because it just seems so just like cliche. How dare you? I try to defend harems. I cannot defend this one. And the second to last one was sound. Uh, what is it? Euphonium? Euphornium? Euphonium? Special edition? Assembly contest? <laughs> Looks cool. Looks like some kind of a band one or a school one. I don't even know, but we'll keep moving forward. Now, we got the OVAs and we got the movies out of the way. Completely unprepared, and I wanted to do this raw, so we're going to continue now. Now, as we go through these ones for all the animes in the summer season, 
I'm going to highlight as many as I can, but I'm sure we won't be able to get through all of them in this episode, but that's okay. I'm going to pick on the ones that look important or the ones that I find interesting just off the cover pictures, right? And hopefully there's synopsis so we can talk about them. So as we're looking through this, there are a good amount of sequels that I see and a lot of these that we know. And so as I was saying, and I have a little bit of a discrepancy here. I do get upset that a lot of the major shows and sequels get the main light when I think other ones should, and oh my God, this show is in this season. Okay, I got to pause here, and I got to say something. Are we that brain dead as an anime culture? Are we that far gone now that we are so subdued by the trolley and meme cultures within every attribute of social media That it is now integrated into our minds and has defined us as what we see as true value in a show. The reason why I say this, and I make that question, is because I see right here, reborn as a vending machine, I now wander the dungeon. Pause. Scoo zoom in on my face. You're telling me, within the entirety of the vast market of manga, shonen jump, animes, old and new, creators, independent, whatever it may be, big tech companies, big production companies, you're telling me there is no better show to choose to make into an anime than Reborn as a Vending Machine? Really? You're telling me we are this far into the isekai genre now, where we're just picking inanimate objects and turning them into something to be reborn into? Shame on you. If you watch this, shame on you if you read this or read this, shame on you if you're about this. Why is there a show called Reborn as a vending machine? I'm done with isekais. I am officially checked out of isekais. I just like I told you about being on protest. My next protest is for the rest of this year. I will not be watching a single isekai. And you can thank this show for that. I just don't have patience for this anymore. And as anime fandom, y'all can watch whatever you want. You know I just say this to jest and just get off of my chest. My words are not definitive notion of how you should live your life. This is just me venting to you and being entertaining. You're telling me there is nothing else good out there to put on for a television show to be weekly released than reborn as a vending machine. Really? That's the best we have. I'm upset. I'm sad. I'm discouraged. I've stumbled across some independent writers who put together their own mangas that deserve more light than this freaking show. I don't care if it has a good story. I don't care if it's cutesy. I'm not about an inanimate object being reborn as somebody who died from probably truck coon or knife coon. Probably a truck coon with a knife if that's how this is going to go. Are you kidding me? What have we come to? I try all the time to defend anime. Like, I'm saying I try all the time to defend anime. And the craziest part is... I'm the anime king. Sometimes you get people in the studio to come in and enjoy it with you. And this is also a little sub-conversation. I'm not done with you yet. Reborn as a vending machine. That's why I like this environment. Because you guys have to remember, I'm literally in a sports station in a sports world. The pinnacle of sports at Fox Sports Radio next to ESPN. And I'm an anime guy. That shows you how amazing this world is, and especially this life within this reality. So keep chasing your dreams, kids. That's all I'm going to say. 
But reborn as a vending machine, I'm done with you. I'm absolutely done. I'm out. No more isekais for the rest of this year. I don't care the premise or purpose behind this. You're not going to make me feel for an inanimate object, which is also another reason I had an issue with Vivi, Fluorite, Isong, or whatever it is. She's not real. She's a robot. Don't make me feel for a robot. Do you understand that something that isn't living cannot become alive? That is called another sentient being within a reality of consciousness, which we're heading towards, by the way. And we could all just be plugged into some headset somewhere else sleeping right now, like the Matrix, thinking we're all alive, too. But that's for another time. So I just had to say that real quick. I saw that and it just absolutely pissed me off. So as I did mention at the beginning of the show, too, Roroni Kenshin is coming back. And if you have never seen any of Roroni Kenshin, it is one of the original samurai shows that probably will get you a little hot and bothered for the main character because this guy, his backstory, everything that happens with him, I literally, I don't want to spoil anything for you because this is a show that's from a long time ago. And it's actually really cool to see it's getting some pub again and it's coming back to the limelight. I don't know, and I haven't kept up with it. I'm not sure if this is going to be an entire remake. I'm not sure if this is just going to be in continuation or if they're just going to completely do a different story entirely like they did with Trigun with Vash the Stampede. If you don't know this, but if you watch the new Vash the Stampede, that one is completely different from the old Trigun. It's a completely different take, different animation style, and it's a lot darker in the newer one, whereas the original one has more of a comedy aspect to it. Just like Full Metal Alchemist and then Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Just like Fruits Basket into the new Fruits Basket as well. This is going to be iconic. And if you're anybody who wants to be a little bit more in touch with the roots of anime and with a lot of these original shows that go back to predating the beauty of the animation style now, I tell people all the time, older animes are better than the newer ones because storytelling was supposed to be the pivotal focus point. Just like me endeavoring into Mushishi. Like, I've been falling in love with it just like Spice and Wolf. It's in that same realm. Roroni Kenshin is going to blow your socks out of the park. Shout out to my old co-host Chris that was from the Weeb Nation side. He loved Roroni Kenshin. It was one of his favorite shows. So if that guy who is an anime endeavorer and specialist and like connoisseur like myself, do not sleep on this one. And make sure you put it in your watch list. I'm not sure where it's going to be streaming. Again, this is just me reacting to the pictures of what's coming. I'm going to be on this one like a bag of potato chips. I'm going to eat the whole bag. Which, by the way, can we talk about the potato chip thing too? Do any of you guys ever get a big old thing of hot Cheetos or like, I don't know, ruffles or baked or whatever you get that you enjoy? Do you ever get chips and actually read the serving size? I never do. I actually just eat the entire bag. That's why I have to get smaller bags because if I get a big one, they're, they're, I'm not stopping. What are, you, what are you tripping? You think I'm just going to stop myself and be like, I'm good? What? We don't do just the tip here. We go all the way in. <laughs> so, I've taken enough of your guys' time. Let's keep going and highlight some of these that I think look really cool. So, of course, I'll quickly mention the sequels and do the thing I said that I hated <laughs> that other companies are doing. But I'm not going to talk about them a lot because I want to highlight these independent ones. But a couple of the sequels that are coming out, of course, Baki, Son of Ogre 2. If y'all never seen Ogre and uh, Baki... Let me just tell you, I thought it was just going to be a comedy bit on crazy fighting on the action side, and I fell in love with this show because now I'm trying to get yoked. Like, I'm telling you, I've been working out so hard to get my anime body. This show will get you hyped if you ain't working out. That's a continuation. Number two is coming out. 
Bastard Heavy Metal Dark Fantasy Season 2. I didn't care for the first one because I know how trolling over the top it is. And it has like these very lewd and etchy things where it's like, oh, Nichan, Yamate. Uh, it's, it's a little too trolly for my liking. The storyline is not good by any means. There's really no point to the plot line other than just this guy who's trapped in this boy's body. It's just, it seems so dumb, but I can see how it's like, it's trying to be over the top. The second season's coming out, so obviously you guys liked it, so shout out to Netflix for that. Another continuation, which a lot of people have been waiting for, is Bleach. The Thousand Year Blood War Part 2, The Separation. Now, I am doing something that I said I hate, (laughs) and I know, I know! Okay, hold on. I have not watched the first part yet, basically because I don't have Hulu, and I kind of have tried to stick my feet in the sand and plant them firmly on saying that I don't want to have too many sites of streaming to like watch all these animes. Uh, I'm pissed off that Disney bought it because now I have to go through them to watch it. But again, I hope one day we can exceed that barrier and actually watch all of these in one place. I'm waiting right now. I'm waiting till I can somehow get attached to somebody else's account to watch it or eventually I'll just, you know, bite the bullet and watch it. I have not seen the first part, but from everybody who has seen it and told me this was worth the wait. Bleach is finally going to continue itself into completion the way everybody was hoping. If you thought Demon Slayer animation style was good, let's just say you're in for a ride. Let's just say that if you have never seen Bleach before, you know my thoughts on long animes and that I'm a short anime guy, this one is worth the watch. There's a reason why it's one of the founding shows and why a lot of people consider it to be one of the greatest or the fourth three fathers, right? Do yourself a service and spend some time watching this. I do recommend you watch some of the old one before you watch the new ones, but you'll get away with it. You'll be okay if you watch, and some things will make sense. It's okay. You can still get away with it. Like, I watched the newest John Wick, John Wick 3 or 4, whatever just came out, and I've never watched any of the other ones, and I still had a good time watching this one. Kind of the same thing. There's a lot of things connected to it, but if you sit back and just enjoy yourself, I'm sure a good friend will fill it in for you. So that one's coming out, the continuation. There's another Bungo Stray Dogs, the fifth season. Uh, If y'all have never took the time to even figure out what Bungo Stray Dogs are, this is a slept-on show. Like, this deserves to be one of those shows because nobody talks about it, and they're in their fifth season. Do you understand, like, in the world of anime that we're in today, it's not that easy for shows to get a second season, let alone a third, ever a fourth, but a fifth season? There's obviously something good here. If you have never spent the time checking out Bungo, go do yourself a favor again. Check that one out. Uh, Another sequel that's coming out that everybody is so hyped over the wall about, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2. Now, I'm going to say something that's going to piss people off, and that's okay. It's what I do. It's my part-time job. Uh, I didn't care for Jujutsu Kaisen much. Just for the factor of shonens, I was a little burnt out of. But now I'm on strike with Isekai, so I will go back to continue this one. A lot of people were saying that the movie was great. It was one of the best ones they've seen. And a lot of people were saying it was not that good. It's very rare for me to find a show that has such polar opposite spectrums with no middle ground. So I need to watch the movie to see exactly why so many people were in love or hated it. And also give you my thoughts. Because besides Gojo-kun, not much more I know about it. Besides a guy ate a finger, grandpa died, and now we're on to fighting the demon inside. So I'll keep going on that. But just for the heads up. Season 2 is coming out this summer season. We also have, let's see here. Now, this second season, I am hyped for. 
Jobless Reincarnation Season 2. I wasn't sure about this show. I was not sure how I was going to feel about Mashoko Tensei because it's a grown-ass man being reborn into a baby's body and retaining all of his memories. Now, that can be a little sussy, especially when there's a scene where he sleeps with a girl. Ah, I'm not going to say anything. It's a little weird from like a higher standpoint, but at the same time, in that world, they're the same age, etc., etc., I mean, I don't condone or any of that stuff. It was just weird. I know some people had an issue with that. But the show itself removing that part, the end of season one, the show is really damn good. The show brings to you such a fun take on the comedy side of having like that grungier, dirtier vibe to it because he's younger. He has his memory. So like when he sees his mom, his mom is Udi's and he gets to like be breastfed and stuff. He's all about it. He's like in love with his lolly teacher, always trying to see her. It's just... You could see the subtlety humor of like the kind of like the pervy side to this kid, but the storyline itself and the depth to it and a lot of the elements that get combined into the story for the world development and what's happening behind the scenes and the big like dragon lord guy he meets towards the end of season two. I have a feeling this show's going to pop off. Like, this second season, I have a feeling is going to be even better than the first season. And that says a lot from how many people had great things to say about this show. This is one of the few rare ones that I'm going to go on a limb here and say that I have no knowledge of what's to come. But I do believe this second season is going to be an absolute banger. And one of the few shows where the second season is better than the first. I'm going on a limb. I haven't read anything. I don't know anything. But I'm going to put my stamp on that for sure, for sure. Another sequel that's coming out is, of course, Rag Season 3. Rent-A-Girlfriend Season 3. Now, Chizuru's beauty is only enough to get me through so much. My hatred for Mami-chan is only good enough to get me through so much. The cat and mouse thing that Chizuru and I think his name, I don't remember the kid's name right now, I'm not a fan anymore. Like, I'm really not a fan of the cat and mouse. I don't like the fact that it was going on for so long. And in the second season, I watched half of it and seeing how he was now kind of standing up for himself and trying to be more assertive with Chizuru, going to her shows and events because she's trying to be an actress and all that stuff. I heard through mutual friends that this show on the manga side goes on and on and on like it's a damn energizer bunny and it's never showing sight of any progression on anything i'm out i'm out i can't continue with the show that i know is just going to keep stringing me along i can only watch the count mass uh count mass cat and mouse thing for so long it's probably why a lot of people i think if they do have bad things to say about it with kaguya-sama love is war A lot of them say like that cat and mouse thing can get overplayed, but for some reason I've heard that the comedy attributes to it is so well done. There's a reason why it was rated the highest on Mal for so long, especially when the the second to like last part of it came out, right? I think with Rag, and I mean this when I say this, if Rent-A-Girlfriend doesn't end its season here, it's going to hurt its own self. You cannot keep going on with this. The simping can only carry for so long. You cannot continuously drag us on in this and keep us entertained or invested. There's only so many situations I'm going to fall for. There's only three girls, main girls, that's connected to this story. Three of them, with the fourth one that's just ratchet and she just keeps coming back around. But I don't know how long this story is going to go on for. I don't know how long they're going to do this. If there's more after the season three, I'll probably never finish this show. And that says a lot, because I loved the first season. I was all in. But we'll see what they do. 
Another one that's a second season. Oh, God, there's two of them. The first one is Spy Classroom Second Season, which is not Spy Family and is not how Anya becomes a spy in her later life. Or is it? No, it's not. It's a different one. But Spy Classroom is getting a second season as well as Devil is a Part-Timer. The Devil is a Part-Timer is getting something again coming out here in 2023. I know a lot of people were waiting. They were waiting for years and years and years. I personally didn't care for the first season as much as other people did. I kind of personally, like, it was hard for me to get over the fun comedy aspect of them trying to show, like, the demons are the good people and the angels are the bad one. I couldn't get over it the first time. But then again, I had to sit there and think, like, who am I to judge? Who do I know is really good and evil? How am I supposed to judge? Just because I see something as good doesn't mean it's not evil to somebody else. I get it. I'll go back and rewatch it. But it's back again. And a lot of people have liked the second season. So I'm assuming this is the second part to it. Um, and other than that, it looks like those are the majority of the big part twos besides the seven deadly sins grudge of edinburgh part two which if we can all agree on this one and i really mean this when i say this seven deadly sins fell off after season two a lot of people may even say season three season three was okay animation style fell off a little bit but after three there is it's done it's like literally it was over they sold the company or whatever that was producing it sold it to somebody else somebody else got it it was like only on YouTube or something like independent. I couldn't even find it originally. I only watched the first two seasons, a little bit of the third, and I was out. That show is another one where it's like you can only do more harm than good the further you go. After you capture my initial interest and hype up the show so much with everything, after everything finishes in season one and then you try to keep up with it in season two, it's over after that. Season three is a no-go. Seven Deadly Sins is one of those shows where after season two, do not waste your time. Do not watch any more of it. I know that there's another part two to whatever this part is. I have no care. I will not be watching it. But it's my job to inform you and keep enjoying it if you do. Don't mind me. Another one is Tony Kawa, Over the Moon for You, High School Days. Now, let me tell you this. When you talk about heartfelt and you talk about wholesome and you talk about something that'll probably never happen in our lifetime of us basically running to talk to this girl because she's beautiful across the street in a snowy day. The bus comes out of nowhere. Truck coon and almost kills you. She jumps in the way and protects you, stops the bus. And in doing so, you pass out because you basically go into like almost like a, a mild tier coma from your concussion. You try to find her for years and years and years. Can't find her. You take a job at like a retail store close by the area to hopefully running into her one day, which somehow it ends up happening. You meet her again. You ask her to marry her. She ends up marrying you. You guys are married. You live together and you're trying to find out how each other are working together and why you guys are falling in love with each other and why you guys are even together if she has some background if she has superpowers she connected to the moon etc 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 yeah it'll never happen in our lives but guess what it happens in this show and i like that i like watching a show that i know is supposed to be made up that i know won't happen in my life that's why i like watching ninja stuff that's why i like watching pirate stuff that's why i like watching these shows don't you dare say isekais because i don't know if that's going to happen i don't care about vending machines that's the part of what anime is supposed to do to capture that essence of fun and engagement. So that's coming out, so be aware. Now, I'm going to highlight a couple quick ones because I know we have been here long enough tonight. I'm going to go through a few of these. I'm going to click on them. Let's read the synopsis and see what they have to offer. So the first one that caught my attention when I was scrolling through this list, and again, if you want to check these out for yourself or get yourself hyped, I'm on AnimePlanet.com. They always show you every single season, the new ones coming up, the ones that have passed, where they uh, basically rate amongst your peers, and they tell you a lot about it. So do not sleep on them. The first one that caught my eye was Ayaka. So the cover picture looks really, really cool. 
It's a bunch of different characters standing outside. Looks like it's either raining or snowing, and they have very cool designs with some of them more modern and some of them more traditional. So now let's read the synopsis, and let's see if I'm going to watch this one. Uh, Yanagi Yukito is an orphan who one day encounters an eccentric disciple of his father's. The strange man takes him to his birthplace on Ayakajima, made up of seven islands where mysterious beings called Meat, Mitamis, and dragons are rumored to reside. Dragons? Are y'all a fan of dragons? How about Imagine Dragons? How about any of those dragon movies like Raise That Dragon or How to Raise Your Dragon? How about me dragging these nuts across your face? Sorry. There, Yukito meets his father's two other disciples who protect the harmony of Ayakajima, which soon threatens to collapse. You had me at dragons. I love dragons. Drag them across my face. I am actually so down for this because not only is the character design really cool, the fact that this is connected now to some kind of an island, seven islands, where they have dragons and disciples. Bro, what? How cool is this going to be? Are they actually going to show these characters transforming into dragons? Or are the dragons going to be sentient and they can, like, say, talk to you through telepathy or something of that nature? I'm invested. This looks super dope. Shoutouts to Studio Blanc that's going to make this one. I'm in. I'm absolutely going to give Ayaka the three-episode rule, and I hope this one kicks ass. This one looks freaking epic. Okay, the next one on this list that caught my eye, this looks like a horror vibe anime, and it is. I clicked on it. I just read it. This one is called... Are you ready for this one? The Dark Gathering. In The Dark Gathering... A young hero has the ability to be a spirit medium. In junior high school, he got someone else wrapped up in a spirit possession incident. And he he has been a shut-in for more than two years ever since. As he is reintroducing himself to society as a private tutor, he meets a genius girl named Ayao Hozuki. Ayao is instantly able to tell that Katiro has skills as a spirit medium, and she invites him to go with her to a haunted location. The two then start their journey capturing evil spirits. Dun, dun, dun! Okay, that actually sounds pretty damn cool. It's a drama, horror, mystery, shonen-style vibe. The cover picture... Makes it look pretty dope with the reflection of how it's these characters standing in this like field of blood red flowers and then a mirror image of ghosts behind them. I'm hoping this is good because I personally am going to go on record here and say this. As anime fans, we should demand better horror shows. Like I know When They Cry was a dope show or The Island of Giant Insects or whatever it is. But having the most recent horror show that I enjoyed called Miryaku-chan be the only one that I can say good things about, and it wasn't even really that scary. It was just more so the kind of the vibe wrapped around what was going on, and it almost kind of like felt more like a comedy aspect to it, but it was pretty effed up, the things she goes through. I need more. Like, I need another vibe like Another. If you've ever seen Another, I need more shows like that, because... The horror scene needs to step it up another level, especially now with the new modern day animation style. I need one of these studios to step in the ring and say, hey, you know what? We're going to take this 
and we're going to do something badass for you because it's time to heighten this atmosphere and especially this realm of entertainment with better horror shows. So there's a thousand people who have already uh, saved this and are going to watch this. I personally will have good hopes for it. It's called Dark Gathering again. But I personally really want to manifest this. And the bigger I get within the anime culture, I'm going to make this happen. We need better horror shows. Like I talked about this on a previous podcast. I want dark. I want suspenseful. I want something that makes me literally jump. I haven't felt that in a while, especially from an anime. So I'm hopeful. The cover picture caught me on this one. I'm very excited. Okay, let's do a couple more that capture my interest and we'll move forward. Okay, this one actually looks really dope. It's called Helk. H-E-L-C-K. A certain country in the demon world. The demon king was defeated by the hands of one of the heroes and a competition was held for the title of the new demon king. Oh, demon king. Never started that coming. The imperial four heavenly kings, Vermilio, who is in charge of the tournament, is furious at the participants of the human hero, Helk, who is supposed to be her enemy. After receiving news of the fall of the castle of Urum before the final, Vermilio sets out to retake Urum castle with Helk and other finalists. With a smile, Helk says, Let's destroy humans. Are those words true? The truth behind the smile is dot, dot, dot. This one is actually going to be produced through High Dive. Shoutouts to the Starlight. This looks actually pretty interesting. Just from the cover picture alone, the vibe to it gives me an interesting feel. Because the title literally says, let's extinguish the human race. But the picture of the character underneath, which is like more so a demon Raftalia kind of a style, doesn't look too happy about it. I can already get a vibe that this character is probably going to stand up for humanity and fight against demons and telling them basically like, what are we doing? Why are we separating one another? Why are we fighting them? Why can't we just all get along? I'm interested in this. The animation style looks very cool. And just from reading the synopsis, I know the demon vibe and like the demon lord and the demon king can kind of get overplayed, but I think this one might have what it takes. I will give this one the three episode rule and I'm very hopeful. So we'll see if that does any well. Now, couple more as we continue. This one is called A Happy Marriage. Oh boy, oh boy, do I absolutely love a good slice of life. And this one's a drama romance, adult couples, adult arranged marriage. Huh? A browbeaten and mistreated daughter is cast out of her family home and sent to audition as a bridal contendant or candidate for the heir to one of the most powerful families in the land. Oh, that's great. Your daughter isn't getting along. You're not a fan of her. So you kick her out and tell her to go meet meet and, I guess, marry a rich guy. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to work. Considering nine worthless... For having failed to inherit the superhuman powers of the bloodlines into which she was born. Wait, what? Superhuman powers? I almost missed that line. Mio Samori lives her days unwanted and unloved. She is treated as a servant by her half-sister, kind of like sound like Cinderella, who, unlike Mio, is blessed with unusual powers, while her stepmother, and it sounds like Cinderella, And her very own father have little time or love for their eldest daughter, ultimately seen as nothing more than a nuisance and a drain on the family wealth. Mayo, or Mio, is packed off to the Kudo house as a bridal candidate for its heir, 
Kyoka Kudo. But whispers abound about the Kudo clan, the most powerful in all the land. Still, will the alleged cold and cruel house into which Mio aims to marry prove much warmer than the family she left behind? Dog, I'm all in. Wrap up this show. I'm shutting it off. I'm going to go sit down and make sure I wait for this show to drop. I am full send on this. This is unbelievable. Source Square Enix. And this is basically about a girl that is not a superhero or super has any superhuman strengths. Is seen as nothing within her family. Kicked out and thrown into this rich family who is supposed to be seen as a cold ass family and a rich family. And is supposed to be a candidate to marry him. What's going to happen? What does this story have to ensue? And the fact that it's an older setting, me being an older man as well, I enjoy the kitty settings. Trust me, I like the slice of life in high school and stuff, but I'm out of that phase of my life. I'm ready for a more adult setting. And this right here, this sounds like the one. I'm going to go on a limb. This might be my favorite new anime of the season. I'm going on a limb right now and saying that my happy marriage might just be the anime of the season. Oh, I know it's a lot to say. I know. I've barely checked out any of them, but I have to react instantly. I have to literally tell you what I think now, or else what am I doing? I literally have to give you my thoughts. I'm calling this, man. There are 3,000 other members that have wrote this down, too. This is the one, baby. That's the one. I'm calling it right now. My happy marriage. Gosh, I'm excited. Okay, hold the phone. Hold on. I literally just saw this, and I almost overlooked this. It literally has no cover picture. It has no synopsis. It doesn't even tell you who the TV director is or anything. But it says Naruto. Naruto knew. What is going on? Is there a new Naruto that nobody's told me about? Naruto has a new anime? Is this what I think it is? Are we finally coming back to that area where I just said that some of our all-time favorite shows are coming back? There's a new Naruto coming out? Naruto? Naruto? I like to say it just to piss people off. What? Is this the one that I was hearing rumors about Mr. B starting a company and getting into the anime realm? Is this the thing that I've been hearing about? That one of the biggest shows of our time is going to be coming back again? Dog. All I'm going to say is, if y'all ride with Boruto, you're stupid. I have no- <laughs> I love you. I know that's a big statement. I do not care for that show. The animation style isn't good. It's definitely for a kiddier audience. If you're into it, that's fine. You can enjoy it. Again, my words mean nothing. But it definitely hurt the overall franchise, in my opinion. You can't just keep going or trying to tell a different story. If we get a new Naruto now, oh my effing god. This is major. The fact, I hope more people start talking about this or we get more info. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to leave it where it may be. That looks amazing. And also another second season I did overlook. I just saw it here as well. The Duke of Death and His Maid second season is an absolute great show. I watched it. I love the unique anime style. Plus the fact that this kid is cursed with the ability of killing anything he touches. Yet his maid wants him to touch her. In places you would have never thought. Yamate! But I'll give you guys a couple quick more. Because <laughs> that was a little too far off. Okay. This one actually looks pretty damn cool. I'm going to click on it right now. The Great Cleric. This one is called The Great Cleric. One man's story of turning blood, sweat, and tears into a successful living. Literally. After his ultimately... Oh... 
Fuck, please don't tell me this is an isekai. After his untimely death as a hard-working salaryman in Japan, Lucille is reincarnated as a child. I'm fucking Congratulations! Congratulations. 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 You played yourself. All right. Uh, I have no idea what we were just talking about. I will not be watching that show. Okay. Let's continue. And let's try this. Uh, God, dude, you got to be kidding me. Like, you're telling me out of all the shows I could have picked, the one that I, I select is really an isekai. That's just the cherry on top, isn't it? That's literally just how this had to go, huh? That's, that's how we're playing this? Moving on! This one, the picture looks very cool, so I clicked on it. Liar, liar! And not the movie with Jim Carrey and his young son, Max, which, by the way, can we pause real quick? Uh, so here at Fox Sports Radio and iHeartRadio, the great and powerful, talented Ben Maller, which is our overnight radio show host from Monday through Friday, he and his producer named Coop, that producer that I see every night from Monday through Friday is the kid in Liar Liar. The kid that plays Max with Jim Carrey, yeah, I see him every night. His name's Coop. Cool dude. He eats always all my muffins. But it's just cool to see it, a child acting star in real life, older, and getting to vibe with him and connect. Super dope. Just had to throw that out there. This one is called Liar Liar. At Academy Island, everything is settled through games. I like this already. This sounds like a show we all know and love. Waged for a certain number of stars, with the strongest student being granted the ranking of seven stars. Seven. Why does seven always pop up? Hiroto, a transfer student, unexpectedly beats the strongest empress and becomes the pseudo-strongest in the school. A mind game of lies and bluffs begin. Kind of sounds like no game, no life, but in a fun aspect of school and how everything is decided off games. I'm intrigued, and I'm full send on that. That actually sounds super dope. Count me in. Oh, that looks amazing. Super down. Okay, as we're continuing... With the summer season of 2023, the summer of 2023, this is my first time doing a raw take. And as you're seeing, I am just literally sitting down for the first time, clicking on these different shows and basically explaining to you together if it's something I think we should watch or we shouldn't. And as we already, uh, we went through the OVAs, the specials, the movies, and kind of scrolling through here of the regular shows, this summer season... I'm not too sure what to expect. It doesn't seem that powerful. It doesn't seem that top-heavy. It doesn't seem like a lot of these new shows are going to grab a lot of people's attention. But I can tell you that from an outside perspective... Oh my god! I just saw that there's another Horimiya! The Missing Pieces! Horimiya is getting another season? I don't care what I was just saying! This is literally the season of sequels. I'm throwing everything out of the door. We're coming to this understanding together. Wow, dude, there are so many sequels coming out this season. I'm super pumped. If you haven't seen Haremia, by the way, it is a solid slice of life and probably one of the best ones that we've seen in a while. Really damn good. Oh my God, dude. Okay, I just saw Etchy. I'm clicking on this one for the last one. Then we're done. Last one, last one. This one said Etchy, so I'm clicking on it. Level one Demon Lord and one Room Hero. Oh boy, what could go wrong? 
10 years ago, the hero Max defeated the Demon Lord. Ah, that's that's cool. I've never heard of a Demon Lord or anything like that in anime. In order to regain his power, the Demon Lord went into a deep slumber. But when he awakens, his body is only a chibi version of its fearsome form. Now curious to see what his enemy is up to, the Demon Lord visits Max, only to discover the mighty hero living in a dirty one-room apartment. The Demon Lord decides to move in with Max and help his old enemy become a formidable opponent once more. Yeah, it looks like this is going to get kind of lewd from the picture and the designs I see. And this also reminds me of a show that I saw not too long ago where this like this powerful demon lord gets sent to like a different world and turns into like a, a kid version. And she has to like regain her necklace and stuff to like become her true form. I'm forgetting which one it is because there's so many of these demon lords in these worlds. But yeah, it looks etchy. It looks cool. Not too many people have it saved. I'll give it a test. You know, sometimes I like to see those overly etchy shows. Shut up. I know I said something about Bastard already, but this looks to be like some fun too. So I will definitely check this one out. All in all, I do think that this was something different that we did tonight. I had no plans to sit down tonight in the studios, but everything aligned. The stars kind of fell into place. The studio was open on the new side. We're able to use the old one because now we're set up in the other studio. I was able to get all the equipment to set up and to sit down, turn on this recording studio and the lights, and do this with you. So I think that all in all, not only was this truly organic, we had one of the other producers from the overnight show on the weekend pop in here to say hi and said he wanted a sports anime, and also got to go through so many of these new shows, and I missed a lot of them. But that's okay, because that's the fun about this show with you, is that we get to experience this together. We get to sit down and to experience what shows I'm going to watch just because of how they look. And I know they say to not judge a book by its cover, but guess what? We got to find something cool to watch because of its cover. I get to now sit down and enjoy these new seasons of shows and get to dive even deeper into them to build up to the hype to Attack on Titan, which I cannot wait to see it being completed later this year. This summer season is absolutely a sequel season. This one has so many, it's at least 10 of them, that I'm going to have to watch at least six of them to seven because I know a lot of these are going to be very good and especially like Jobless Reincarnation. I mean this when I say this, everybody. This is probably going to be the best of its performance so far. This is going to be one of the few shows we watch that is better than its first season. And that's very rare and very hard to do. As well... As I'm already calling it for myself, I think the best show out of all of these is going to be My Happy Marriage. I look for that slice of life romance because I'm somebody who is a hopeless romantic. But in doing so, I've realized that I have to separate myself from a lot of this world because of the fallacies and how hurt people are and stuff like that. So to watch the more pure form on a television aspect and to see now this superhuman element and exactly what's going to be in tied to this on an older setting, dog, I'm in. I'm so in. And I'm so excited. So thank you guys for staying a while, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this first live performance in a studio and getting to see how this sounds when I go back to edit it and to see how we all enjoyed it. And to be honest with you, I probably will start doing this more because the studio's open and I would be dumb to not take advantage of this to do this for you guys. So keep in mind, I'll probably do some TikTok live stuff too during the week. So make sure you guys follow me on TikTok. 
And make sure you support me on YouTube. I need you guys to help me grow that brand. Just go subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. If you guys are a part of the Discord already too, you'll be the first to know what's coming out and especially to see what's coming. And from the Patreon-only side, you guys got a preview a couple weeks back. It looks like it's going to be Ghost Stories, the dub edition, that I'm going to watch and review for you guys. That's going to be a lot of fun because if you're somebody who has never watched Ghost Stories, let's just say that it was made in 2000 and the start of the millennia, and that would be canceled instantly. There is no way that would be able to play and fly 23 years later because the stuff they say on the English side was no holds bar. They had no scripts and they were told to wing it and just be as close to the mouth movement as possible. That's insane. That's like the old MXC. If you've never seen the most extreme challenge, Rick Romano and Gee here. Bro, I can't wait to watch it and talk about it. And I also can't wait for next week. I love you guys so much and just know... I'm not the most knowledgeable in anime, but I call myself the senpai because I'm here to guide you and to give you my knowledge. I will never lead you wrong, and I will never lie to you. I always speak from my heart, and the best part is, as this show continues and grows, I'm going to evolve. I'm going to eventually change my perspective on things, and you'll be here to enjoy it with me, and I hope I open your mind too. Who would have thought the guy who was so strong in the take of saying that One Piece is not one of the best animes of all time by any man, by any means necessary? But I'm somebody who loves Oda and respects his work. I'm somebody who proclaims the manga side as being some of the best light novel stuff you can actually read and one of the best literature things to sit down and read. And I came out on here and said, I'm hyped for the One Piece adaptation, the live adaptation. It says something, and I hope I'm not let down. But if I am, guess what? You guys can clown me because I can take a punch. That's why I do this. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for staying a while and listening. Please do me a favor, wherever you listen to the podcast, give it five stars, leave me a comment, tell me some fun, or join the Discord. Be a part of the family and just have some fun with us. I have a busy life, but I'll never be too busy for you. So I hope you have fun. Continue to watch anime your way. Love it in any way possible, whether it's dubbed or subbed. And don't care what anybody says, okay? We're going to have some fun next week. I'm not going to tease to it because I want to be surprised if something maybe hot or topical comes along. But just be careful and be smart. Don't go in a damn submarine with a guy who's f driving it with a $25 remote. And it costs you a quarter of a million just to go sit in a little freaking tank. All right? Be smarter than that. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Rest in peace to those who are no longer with us. Anime Senpai! Out! Y'all need to chill on the memes. <laughs> Later! Later!